You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes, and I am glad that you are listening to today's podcast. Now, look, I have been, for the last few days, wanting to sit down and talk about Leonard Floyd and the game that he played against the Packers last Thursday. And the reason that I wanted to talk about it is because there's a, a, a really interesting um, statistical anomaly when it comes to Leonard Floyd versus the Packers. In his career, Leonard Floyd has 17 and a half sacks. Against the Packers, he has seven and a half sacks. So almost half of his sacks have come against Green Bay. He's got 10 QB hits in games against the Packers. And that's about a third of the QB hits that he has in his entire career. 30% of the QB hits that he has in his entire career. I'm not saying this to dog Leonard Floyd. I'm, I think that he's such an interesting athlete. And now with Akeem Hicks being so established in the middle of the Bears defense and Khalil Mack being one of the best players on the planet, that there are going to be opportunities for Leonard Floyd and a fully healthy Leonard Floyd, I think, is a dangerous Leonard Floyd. In his career, you look back at those first two seasons that he had with the Bears and you saw a guy that didn't play a lot. And even last year, even though he played in all 16 games throughout the season, remember that at the beginning of the season, he was playing with that that wrist injury so he was kind of playing in that soft cast and then once the cast came off we saw the best version of him last year and i think that that's good i mean we saw him start to look comfortable start to really make plays and start to be a force on the bears defense now they need him to be that it it, because you know how much attention that that khalil mack is going to generate so being able to see him step to the forefront and be a weapon in the pass game is significant. So here's what I mean by Leonard Floyd kind of coming on once he got hurt. You look at the, and I know sacks aren't the, the only thing that we should be looking at. But when it comes to pass rushers, that's usually how guys end up getting paid. Now Floyd got paid by the Bears, but we'll talk about that coming up a little later. You look through the first, what, eight games of the season. And again, he was dealing with that hand injury. You had no sacks from him. You had one quarterback hit from him. Okay? Once he gets the the soft cast off, we see him have some really good games. He has a sack against Detroit, a sack against Eli Manning, Two sacks against Green Bay because, you know, Green Bay and Leonard Floyd seem to go hand in hand. All four of the sacks that he had came in the second half of the season when he was playing without that cast on his hand. What was it? 11? He had 11 total quarterback hits. Nine of them happened after getting 
that cast off his hand. And of course, he had the touchdown in the game. I think that that guy could end up being a real important piece for the Bears defense. And and look, it's a defense that's littered with guys who went to the Pro Bowl last year. Guys that were all pros. And if you're like, wait, what's the difference? All pro means best two, no matter what conference at your position. They had guys that were all pros last year. And obviously, when you're talking about this Bears defense, it starts and stops with Khalil Mack. He's he's the first name on the board for all of the offensive coordinators that the Bears are going to see. How do we neutralize Khalil Mack? And that is of great benefit to Leonard Floyd because they're going to chip Mack. They're going to crack him. They're going to do all sorts of stuff to, to try and make sure that he is not left one-on-one with an offensive tackle. Because what happens when he's one-on-one with a tackle? That tackle gets pushed over and Mack finds himself at the quarterback. Because of the type of attention that Mack's going to get from offense coordinators. And then, I mean, think about it. Think about what you would do. If, if you were going up against the Bears defense, where would you allocate your, your pieces? You would allocate them to protecting the quarterback, and job one would be stop the really bad man that wears 52, right? Then after that, you go, well, my quarterback needs to be able to step up into the pocket. I've, I feel like I've done a good job of at least addressing the edge rush position with Khalil Mack. I need to make sure that my quarterback can step up in the pocket and make plays. So the next person that maybe you identify is Akeem Hicks. And you say, we have to figure out ways. We're probably going to have to double him on a lot of downs. So what that should leave theoretically what that should leave is Leonard Floyd one-on-one on the outside, and it becomes incumbent upon him that he win, that he absolutely win those battles. And I know that there are people who, from his time here, like since he was drafted, have a lot of faith in what they think Leonard Floyd can do. And I figured that I would wait until I heard Vic Fangio talking a little bit about Leonard Floyd because what happens is, is obviously the people in Denver are going to ask Floyd, ask Fangio about his time in Chicago. The they do a conference call. If you didn't know this, what happens is is the beat reporters for each city get to do a conference call with, with the opposing city get to do a conference call with the opposing coach. So the beat writers in Denver, the beat reporters in Denver had the chance to interview Matt Nagy today. And the reverse is also true. The beat reporters for the Bears had a chance to interview Vic Fangio. And Vic Fangio, if you didn't hear all of his press conferences when he was the DC for the Bears, it was phenomenal. It was always phenomenal. But I was listening today because specifically I wanted to hear what he said about Leonard Floyd. So here's a quote from from Vic Fangio about Leonard Floyd today when he was asked. He said, I told you guys time and time again that he's a really good player. He's had some injuries that slowed him down early in his career. 
but they knew what they were doing when they gave him that fifth year option. He's a hell of a football player and he's going to continue to have a hell of a career. He'll just keep getting better and better. Close quote. That's from Vic Fangio. Now he doesn't have to say that. He doesn't have to go out of his way to be like, I told you so. And the bears did pick up the fifth year option for Leonard Floyd. That's going to pay him over a little over $13 million in that 2020 season. And I hope that we see the best of him this season. And I hate to put expectations on a guy, but if we were ever going to see the best version of Leonard Floyd, this would be the year for it. The injuries are out of the way. The learning curve on a, on the defense are out of the way. Granted, you have a new defensive coordinator in Chuck Pagano who is different than what Vic Fangio does. But all that stuff is out of the way now. So what becomes important is, are we at the point now where Leonard Floyd's athleticism can come to the forefront? Because he's freakishly gifted physically. Like you see that guy get after quarterbacks or see him run in space and you go, wow, like I get it. I see why the bears are so tantalized by his talent now seems like a, a really good time for him to put all of these things together and turn into the player that the bears are going to need because there are going to be games where Mac doesn't get to the quarterback like the opener, but what the attention that he gets does opens it up for other players to make plays. And what we saw in the first game, Roy Robertson Harris played great. I was I was shocked, and I, I have a lot of respect for the people at Pro Football Focus. I was shocked that he wasn't one of the, the highest graded players for the Bears because he seemed to be everywhere. You know what I mean? Like he was everywhere. He was collapsing the pocket. He was getting after Aaron Rodgers. He got him on the ground. Like I was shocked to see that. But I know that Leonard Floyd was, was on that list. And let me tell you one of the things that got me really excited about watching him specifically in this last Packers game. The first sack he has great. Like it's, it's Leonard Floyd doing Leonard Floyd stuff and the bears defense being very responsible for it. I'm more impressed because on, on that first sack, you had the Mac factor. You know, Mac is is making life difficult. He brings pressure. That pressure ends up, you know, pushing itself towards Floyd. Floyd makes a good play. He gets Aaron Rodgers on the ground. Fine. Anytime that you're going to get that guy on the ground, you're you're probably winning in life. But let me tell you about that second one. The second sack that Leonard Floyd had against Aaron Rodgers was super impressive. You know why? Because Leonard Floyd is a 245 to 50 pound defensive end, you know, built like a linebacker in, in a lot of respects, other than those super long arms. He bull rushed David Bakhtiari, who is a phenomenal left tackle and a big boy. That's not a guy who gets bullied at the point of contact. And seeing Leonard Floyd be able to do that, 
I thought that was one of the most impressive things that I've seen him do in a Bears uniform. More impressive than the touchdown last year. More impressive than the two-sack game against the Packers last year. Seeing him go head up, man-on-man, no help. Let's see who wins. Let's see who gets the leverage. Let's see who's the strongest. And you saw Leonard Floyd take David Bakhtiari and push him into Aaron Rodgers. And that, to me, it opens up a whole new world of possibilities for what Leonard Floyd can do as a pass rusher. Here's what I mean. Obviously, that's a guy that if you're planning for him, you know that he's got speed. So you've got a decision to make as a, a as a tackle. You can say, "Well, I'm going to I'm going to ride this guy. I'm going to ride him all the way out of the play. He's going to try to go outside on me and I'm just going to take him out of the play and there's going to be a nice place for my quarterback to step up. He'll never get to the quarterback or I have to protect the inside because he's got a quick first move and I've got to figure out a way to get my hands on him. But once I get engaged with them, then I'm probably going to win. The fact that 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 is now on tape. That that you saw him push Bakhtiari back. That changes the way that a tackle is going to engage him. They now know that he can he can win a bull rush battle to the quarterback, which is not to say that he's never done it. I'm just saying that when you do it against a player that's that good and you do it that viciously, that it's going to ring some bells with offensive coaches around the league. That, oh, well, we can't just expect that Leonard Floyd is going to hit you with the speed rush. Some pass rushers can get away with one move. Dwight Freeney with his spin move did it all the time. I think that most pass rushers on the outside, they've got to have a bunch of different moves in their bag. And for a long time with Leonard Floyd, it was just speed, speed, speed. But if he's able to add power now, ooh-wee. So I hope that we are going to see that version of Leonard Floyd a little bit more. I think that would be cool. Um, I know that the the guys at the Tribune wrote a really good piece. Dan Weederer, um, and I should say the guys and the young lady in Colleen Kane wrote a really good piece about Leonard Floyd and uh, the preparation that he put into this season. You know, the fact that he did work on adding things to who he is as a pass rusher. That's if he can be that consistently and it's not going to happen every game he's not going to bull rush every game but if he can do that consistently enough he makes himself a very dangerous asset to the bears defense here's hoping that he does seems like a nice kid very quiet very understated but if he has added some strength and some technique to his bull rush look out Hope you enjoyed the episode. I appreciate you listening. Talk to you soon.